So there's been a lot of discussion about talent retention. And and not only retaining the talent we have here, but bringing others in to the state of Michigan for career opportunities. And look, make no bones about it. These UAW discussions that are going on with the big three now are so vitally important because they are making a, a transition. And it's and it's from from gas to electric. And it is a huge undertaking. And with that, as we want to maintain being the auto capital of the world, we want to be the motor city, we want to usher in this new this new era of vehicles. Well, you gotta have the workforce, you gotta have the people. Unfortunately, younger people, Gen Zers, um, they don't have a great view of the auto industry. It's almost it, it's pretty archaic. Uh, there was a new study done by Mish Auto, and it shows that Michigan residents, those in-house, people that have family members that have worked in the auto industry for for decades, and if you didn't have anybody in your family that worked for the auto industry, you sure did know somebody who did. Ages 17 to 24, they don't view the auto industry as an attractive career choice. Why is that? Glenn Stevens is the executive director of Michado, and he joins us. Glenn, good to have you. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm great. I'm not. I don't like these numbers necessarily, though. Why? Why, have, why are the young people souring on the auto industry? Well, um, that's why we did the numbers is to understand for two reasons. One, it's part of a broader strategy we have to drive more high tech talent into the state and to stay in the state because. From the factory floor to the connected car to the cloud, we need more digital tech talent. And what we need to do to be able to connect with those people is to understand what they're thinking about our industry so we can act appropriately. And what we're seeing, of course, as you know, we have an aging workforce, mm-hmm. we have a challenging challenge workforce, and we have a pathways issue. And what we're finding, again, is that while adults are actually a little more optimistic about the prospects of the industry and moving into the future, our, our kids are basically indifferent. It's 50-50, and it has been for some time. So we have to change that perception if we're going to drive that talent that the industry needs. You talked about the adults uh, surveyed in this study that was conducted by Lambert, almost 530. You called them adult influencers. Those are parents, teachers, school counselors, college professors, leaders of youth organizations. They have a positive light on the auto industry, but but the, the young people just, they're not buying it. And unfortunately, when we talk about bringing people into the state of Michigan, 25% of those living outside of the state say they would actually consider moving here. And that that's a number that needs to, to go up, too. So what is the messaging? Who needs to control that narrative? How do we get out there that, no, the auto industry uh, and, and working in a factory isn't dirty, it's not unsafe, it's not uh, kind of grimy like you may think of, of you know, old-timey, uh, uh, you know, depictions of a factory. It's not like that anymore. It's high-tech. There's a lot of, of advanced work that gets done there. How do we get that message then to the to the younger right. generation? No, you're spot on with that. And so, in fact, I was at Factory Zero in Hamtramck about three weeks ago for a walk on the floor and a tour. And, I mean, what they're doing there with those electric vehicles. It's unbelievable. The, it, it really is. Um, so what, what, we, what we really have narrowed in is three things. So what we call the industry and how we present it. You know, I, I look at General Motors, and this is a perfect example. This is a tech company. 
This is a company that's mantra and mission is driven by what they call zero, zero, zero. Uh, a world where we have zero emissions, zero accidents, and zero congestion. So when you appeal to young people, you want to have a company that has a strong culture, that has good opportunities, that is solving global issues, not contributing to them, and is really viewed as a tech company. That's one, what we call it and how we present these companies. Second is how do we communicate it and engage with them on their terms? And that's TikTok, right? And connecting with them, but that's also those influencers. And this is something that we really are concerned about is the number of pathway counselors we have in our schools. Michigan is 47th in the country in the ratio of its counselors to students. 47th in the country. Is it a wonder why we have a disconnect with the jobs that are available and the skills that are needed and why we have a workforce participation rate problem? Probably not. And the third thing is grow your own. We really feel strongly that the kids that grow up here and the people that grow up here, and that includes retraining and reskilling people, are our best opportunity. Yes, we want to attract people, but really growing our own and keeping them and aligning them with the jobs that are available for the future in this digital economy is the, is the, is the key. And those are the three things. You know, the other thing, too, is uh, th- this study also showed that younger people view California as the leader in developing electric vehicles. And um, I-, I understand why. I get it. You know, you guys, you, you, you have guys like Elon Musk and Tesla and, and very much out there. Well, maybe, you know, Mary Barra isn't quite as 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 public as Elon Musk is. How do we how do we change that narrative too? that? that's fine what they're doing out in California, but we're going to do it at a much different scale here in Michigan. Yeah. And, 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 and yes, we did, we did find that that California is viewed and Tesla is viewed as a leader, but we knew that that's not a surprise to us. So you can't be what you're, what you can't be, but you can leverage your strengths. Mm-hmm. And that means making sure that we have great places to live, great communities and great companies where people want to work and there are competitive pay uh, versus other places. That's an issue. But the fact of the matter is, is that it is a high tech product that Ford and GM and Stellantis and Bosch and Borg Warner are making. And you can earn a good living and you can work in a good culture for these companies. But we have to connect people with those opportunities and we have to prepare them. And that is another thing that we're not doing properly. It's getting people aligned with the right skills for the factory jobs of the future and the connected vehicle jobs of the future. This study aside, how how do you view Michigan in the future? I mean, these numbers are, I mean, they seem to be correctable. Um, Nothing is is infinite. Nothing goes on forever. Those changes can be made and you can bring new people in. Um, But how do you view this transition, this this important time in the auto industry? How do you view kind of where this thing is moving? Well, I mean, to just be real candid with you, I do what I do and our team does what we do at Michado and the Detroit Regional Chamber is because this is purpose mission driven work. I mean, I believe in the state. I'm optimistic about the state, but we also have to be realistic. There are some fundamental building blocks, which we know, and we're not trying to solve all those other issues. There are people working in them. We know we have K through 12 issues. We know we have infrastructure issues. So I'm going to be optimistic that we're going to move the needle on those things. The auto industry, the tech mobility industry, the energy industry are all intersecting right now. Michigan has a huge opportunity as we move forward. And and I do feel good about it because not only do we have 12 assembly plants and supply chain around it, we design and engineer more vehicles in Southeast Michigan and across Michigan than any place in the world. 
and it's a great concentration, but it's ours to either win or lose. And that's really key. So I'm, I'm optimistic about it, but we have a lot of work to do. And the other thing I do like what I see, Chris, there is a lot of collaboration going on, probably more so now than ever, particularly on talent. It almost, you know what it almost feels like to me, and I only got a, about a minute left here, but it almost feels like you need that, you need to land that, you need to pull in that big fish. One time, once you pull in that big fish or, or you hit that chip shot from 65 yards, you're hooked. And, and it's all, it almost feels like we need that kind of spark to really attract this next generation. Is that fair? Well, I think that when you look at some of these products that are here and are coming, I think those products show that the spark is there. But I, I don't think there's like a home run hit that's going to change this. We have to look at this for the, in the, in really in the long game. Yeah, just and kind of chip away. Really, we got to chip away at this and we got to do the right things and we got to do the right things for our communities and our people. And we have to sell this industry as a high tech industry that has tremendous opportunity to change things and to contribute to society. And I, I really don't think that's idealistic. I think that's the industry that we have and the one we have, need to have and show moving forward. Whatever that narrative change is to bring more people in, I think everybody's for it. Uh, Glenn We're Stevens, yeah, good to talk with you, man. Thanks for the insight. Good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. we'll talk to you soon. Um, I, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. 800-859-0957. Is Michigan up a creek or can we continue to make progress here? It feels like there's some room for growth. We just got to bring these other folks in. 800-859-0957.